0: Hey, welcome to Anarchy to Diapers. Today's episode is with John Warren from the band The Tin Can Collective. He's the guitarist and singer. Today, we talk about their new album, Axiomatic Alarm Clock. We talk about walking two different paths in life. Can you walk two at the same time? Well, you just have to fucking listen. Here we go. John Warren, The Tin Can Collective. be like uh, I, I always need some kind of creative outlet whether i'm drawing or uh ah. you know uh whatever it is listening to music i feel like uh, music kind of um it's like the soundtrack to my life if that makes any sense of course not, you know? i that and um i don't know i feel like i gotta get the mic closer too <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know i started doing the podcast as a way to try, try and do something creative mm. and uh try and bring both of my worlds together because i always feel like i'm uh trapped between like um i heard you mention in the jam eaters mm. podcast that uh you feel like you're getting pulled in two different directions yeah and uh, i have that as well because i have like my suburban life and then like i'm a rock and roll guy who likes to go to shows yeah yeah and i don't like being like that parent like i, I get along with a lot of parents and i mm. you know it's not an issue but i feel like i'm back in high school where like i'm the one artsy friend you know, yeah,
1: I mean, I feel like the older you get to, it's like harder, uh, <laughs> like st- stuff like that becomes kind of more apparent. Like, I don't know, I, I understand where you're coming from with yeah. that, for sure. It's like, yeah. I'm trying
0: to figure out a way to bring both worlds together. So this way, uh, rather than like having it separate, like, oh, I, on Friday nights, I go out and I leave my family at home. Mm. And um, one of the things I really was happy about, like uh, a couple years ago, we went to Punk Island and that was the right before like uh, COVID hit i was okay. able to bring my family and you know my son and
1: that's great yeah yeah and i feel like there's not as many like places that have that are, are like family friendly and stuff like that in terms of like punk rock so it's cool to see something like that where you can go and bring you know there could be a young kid there at the parents there's somebody that are in their or you know early 20s or teens or whatever and then there's also like a family which is It's always good to see stuff like that, you know?
0: Yeah, no, it's funny, because it's like, uh, you see, like, uh, the the two different reactions. You see, Mm. like, some of the punk rockers like, oh, yeah, Little Man, and then there's the others that are like, oh, God, responsibility, what the fuck is he doing (laughs) here? Yeah, yeah, it's like a reality check, kind of, or something, I don't know. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Um, So, do you feel like, um, with that pull towards, like, the suburban life, Mm. do you feel like as... um, you get more uh, stability or more doors open? Do you feel that pull stronger? Uh,
1: I think it was something I uh, tried to go against for a long time in terms of, like, just, you know... Can, can I curse on here? Yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, you know, kind of like, fuck that. Life and stuff like that, where I'm just going to play music and travel and, and do all that stuff. But, you know, said like I'm a little older and, and not even a certain age thing, but I'm like, I've done, like you know, sleeping on floors and stuff like that. And I guess, you know, I'm not above that either, but I also, I'm like, I want to sleep in a bed and I want to, you know, be able to come home and like live somewhere. And and I know a lot of people that, ha- that just like have traveled around and like, you know, crash on couches and stuff like that, which is fine, but I, the, you know, I don't necessarily want that either, but it is hard to like kind of marry the, the, the two, you know.
0: No, I, I completely understand. I had like no stability through my whole life so um you know i've always made it i've always worked uh part-time jobs full-time jobs doing both um i used to paint i always had days work yeah but then i finally met my wife and uh you know we got serious so now it's uh she got sick of meeting me at paint uh painting jobs and eating on paint buckets (laughs) and you know she said to me like i'd rather have you around than you know chasing money and uh you know my uncle was a head custodian. He was like, yo, why don't you come to my district? They pay really good. Oh, that's great. I eventually made my way there. Yeah. And then that starts building. Then, okay, now that I have a stable job, now I have a stable apartment. And now I can do nice things in my apartment. Still have parties because I was younger. Yeah. But, you know, so uh, as it starts building, you get a little bit of comfortability. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to find the words. Like I don't think it should be a choice. Like, do I have to go in this direction? And like, why can't I?
1: Like, yeah. I well, I think that's the thing is I think I realize like I don't I don't want I want both, <laughs> and maybe it's impossible. But that's like what keeps me keeps me going. He's trying to like grasp onto like both sides where I'm like I want stability and I also want to want to be able to like go and travel and like you know do this music thing. And I think you know I also realize his You know, I didn't do like paint stuff, but I did restaurant stuff. I had a million, you know, million different types of jobs. And I have more time for music (laughs) now that I have like a, you know, more of a traditional like nine to five. When I worked in a restaurant, everybody there played in bands. And it's like you make money on the weekends. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, well, I'm playing a show Saturday, but I'm not going to make, you know, I'm going to make more at my restaurant (laughs) job than I would play in the show. And I'm going to, you know. The only difference, I guess, is like you know going away on tour and stuff like that. It's a lot harder to do that with uh, Mm -hmm. nine to five, but you know whatever you make it work. I think it's like you know terms of like pursuing like anything creative. It's like you don't have to put the cart before the horse. You could still you can do both, and like I I think we also live in a different time too. Mm -hmm. That like when you know and I was growing up that like you just think you sign a big record contract and like just ride off into the sunset man. But it doesn't work like that anymore. Like the band, even the bigger bands that I know, most of them are traveling in a van and come home and work at a coffee shop, you know, and paint houses and do whatever they can to like get by.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so like I was kind of hoping, and uh, like I've been, it's been hard for me to express this, and I really wasn't sure where my direction was with the podcast. But I'm hoping that I could try and build like a pathway to start finding that middle ground for everybody. Yeah. So um, uh, not not like whatever, not the, like hey, I'm the guy, but uh, just like, <laughs> you know, um, just starting to uh, put out the idea that hey, we can do both, and there is an outlet for us. So yeah. we start need to build our own, uh, tree. With our own
1: branches and our own network. That's, I mean, that's great because I think there is. So, it's like a lot of people think it's all, all or nothing kind of, and uh and I said I I I had that before when I was younger where I'm like let's just do it, let's tour I don't care I'll get another job but like yeah going away and having to like come home and not have a job and be like in debt is terrible I don't want to do that all the time you know. Yeah. No, absolutely.
0: And I found like all those stresses for me actually like almost paralyzed me at times cuz now I'm like fuck. Like I don't want to sit down and draw now cuz I don't have time for that shit. Like I need to figure out how I'm going to pay my next month's rent. Yeah. How I'm going to get car insurance. Like like it was always like I felt like that struggle to always uh rebuild
1: mm. took more than actually just building, you know. Yeah, like it it's not like one or the other. And I used to think that too where I'm like if I'm working a nine to five, that means I'm giving up on whatever music or art or whatever thing. But it's not, like I said, I think I have more time to do that now because I have stability and like, you know, just taking care of like, not even just like mental health, but like life shit <laughs> is like, makes it easier to be creative because you come home and you're like, you know, you know, you have dinner, you have a bed, you're not worrying about all the other stuff that like, that is a distraction. If you don't know, know, you know if you're like oh i only have 5 bucks i could get you know a tall boy or i could get dinner like that's not making it easier to like sit down and write a song or paint or do whatever you want to do you know no definitely i a lot of times i was like uh cigarette gas coffee
0: milk and then yeah. i wonder why i can't function in society yeah yeah exactly uh,
1: no nutrition <laughs> <laughs> yeah you you feel like garbage and you know even just the mental stress of like thinking about where where is my rent going to come from? Am I going to be able to, like, move out of my, my parents' house? Like, it's, like, basic human needs. And, un- unfortunately, I feel like as, you know, where we live, you know, in America, that it's, like, uh, you you need to work. Like, you need insurance. And, like, uh, you know, not pushing back against that, you know? Because I do think it's, like, shitty that I can't just, like, yeah, if I get sick, you, you know, should be able to to go to the doctor regardless of, like you know what your work your work situation is but it's like all right well I need insurance it'll make me feel less stressed out to, to have it you know no no absolutely it's uh you know yeah i hate the idea that these uh,
0: foundations are set that forces me into the system yeah but they're there, and I need to have medical. Like, you know, I can't be working all these jobs, and I, I was a waiter too. Yeah, of and uh, you know, you go to work when you have the flu, and like, but you don't get sick days, and you don't have insurance, so you just rough it out. And um, you know, I resent that, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I mean, this is what I have to deal with. So
1: of course, yeah, it's like if you if you don't work, you don't get paid. <laughs> Basically, it was a job like that, which it sucks, and I've done that before. But again, yeah. it's like having like your basic needs met makes it so much easier to come back and you know you could i feel like you could think you know like that's you can make healthy
0: decisions you can you have a clearer path of what's going on instead of worrying about your basic necessities
1: yeah yeah exactly and like i don't know there is if you're trying to make some you know whatever whatever it is painting uh music stuff like that getting a little bit of uh you know, like you're not writing about, about struggling, basically, which you can write about struggling, but it's like, once you're like happy or healthy, it's like, that stuff, you get to think about even like, what do I want to say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, instead of like, oh, you know, whatever your you know, your the struggle you're currently going through is...
0: Yes, yes. No, no, I'm a... Uh, that's actually what I'm kind of actually been going through with the podcast, as like, um the po- podcast as i do it more i'm trying to find my wording and uh, my my way with it mm. and um you know uh express my ideas and it's it, it's interesting because i i went through the the first part of it was like what i'm going through now like being a dad with the parent and yeah. now it's more like where are we going so it, i kind of like moved to a new chapter interesting uh, and um you know like it, it's weird cuz i like i go to uh Parties with the kids And stuff And like I said I have a lot of parents That I'm friends with mm. And um, you know Some of them break my chops Because they're like Oh you know You gotta use the Amazon app And download music mm. And I was like Man Like I try and give the money Directly to an artist And they're yeah. like Then you know Another guy chimes in Hey man You know uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's like I like my money To pass through Multiple hands And uh, that kind of Lit my ass on fire Because I'm like First of all You know Bezos is that the guy who owns Amazon? Jeff, Jeff Bezos. Yeah, 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 that dickhead. So <laughs> obviously the program's set up. You're yeah. just downloading that money's going right into his yeah, pocket. You don't but... make
1: anything with. The... Sorry, let me just turn my phone off. Um,
0: good I'm idea. Um, you know that money's going directly into his pocket. Mm-hmm. That's not going to uh, workers because clearly they're you know they're screaming about better pay and yeah, it's not going to. Uh, it's, I don't feel that it spreads as much. But I didn't. I wasn't really in a position to argue that with them. Mm. So uh, one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you about all this kind of stuff is like, what went through through the process of making this
1: al- new album? Like, mm. uh, who di- who did you record with? So uh, we have kind of mapped out a little bit of like a, like a network of the way. I don't know. I, I now like to do as much of it myself as 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 we can. Um, and the last record we did was kind of figuring figuring out how to do that. Because um, there's some stuff where, like, I don't know, I can record drums, but I don't want to record drums. There's a lot that can go wrong. There's a lot of different mics. There's phase issues and stuff. So this, go, this time around with this record, it was similar where, you know, I, I had a little bit more of an idea what I was doing with, with recording and stuff. But then it's like, all right, we go to a studio and record drums. And we recorded drums with uh, Ray Marte, who whatever he plays in moontooth they're like a you know a big metal band from long island but he also uh runs uh westfall recording and like he's like incredible drummer and in, so if you if you want a good drum sound like go to somebody who like is a drummer that gotcha. uh, was my thought process and like once the drums are like recorded correctly it's so much easier to like just like just make the guitar sound as good as, as good as the drum sound you know gotcha so then brian you know brian kish uh went in and recorded drums in in a day basically and then we did all the drum comps and uh i moved uh you know i have a little studio at my apartment and i moved everything to my parents house temporarily so it can make a little more noise okay and uh know everybody came over for a couple days basically you know my sister plays guitar and sings in the band and she came over and recorded her guitar parts and uh you know kenny russo our our bass player he came over and like same thing like came over you know you know as my family came in hung out and you know knocked out his bass parts in a couple days and then uh i brought studio back to my apartment and you know, built a little vocal booth in in my uh, in my bedroom and started recording vocals there. And uh, I also think it was the first one where I kind of, like, was in the middle of, like, booking a tour too. And we, I'd say we got, like, maybe 75% of it done and then went on tour, um, which it was, like, I wanted to just be done, honestly. I, I hate, like, letting stuff sit. Like, I would work all night and finish. I would rather do that. But it was good to, like, have some distance from it. And as a band, we were able to, like, drive around and kind of listen to just, like, rough mixes of stuff like that. So then when I came home, it was, like, so much clearer, like, fix this, fix this, fix this, redo that. That's fine. Like, something that I originally didn't, like, basically finished up the vocals. And my sister came and did, you know, a couple days, to did vocals. And we did, like, some overdubs. And, and that was it. And then we sent it out. And uh, dude Joel mixed and mastered the whole thing, like, during the pandemic, <laughs> which I'm sure was very okay. stressful for him, like... Uh, getting notes from me like, "Hey, I know that p- people are dying every day, but you mind turning up the guitar in the- <laughs> in track seven or whatever?"
0: Yeah, no, it, it kind of makes you feel douchey, but uh, at the same time, it's like, "Hey, be bl- happy that you have this convenience where like he's actually working still, and
1: you know you can have yeah.
0: communication because
1: you both aren't really doing anything." It it is it was a good distraction at, at that point, I guess, you know, it was a little, uh, again, it's, it's stressful and like I'm trying to be sensitive. Like you don't know, uh, mixing engineers in, uh, Georgia. So okay. it's like, you don't know what, it, what it was like state to state. Cause there's, you know, but, uh, it was good to have something else to be working on and to like, uh, take me out of like watching the news every day or like whatever crazy shit was going on <laughs> at that moment the other thing like how long did it take you to write this album so we had a the last album came out in 2017 and i had a couple songs that i wrote in like 2016 that, that ended up on on this record okay. so you know i demoed a million different songs basically and uh Uh, before the last album came out, I was in a pretty bad car accident. I broke my elbow and was, like, pretty messed up. I was out of work for a while. Um, But with after that, I think it, like, really, like, put things into perspective in terms of, like, focus, like, what I want to do. And, uh, you know, I don't know if the next album, I'll demo 10 songs and those 10 songs will be in the album. But this was, like, I'm going to keep fucking making stuff until I'm, like, happy from start to finish with this album. That, you know, there's literally probably 30 or 40 demos that that i made um and you know 15 ended up on the record so it was a lot of stuff and then you know we'd get together as a band and try stuff and some stuff was like this is a song like we played it that way but there's a lot of stuff where it's like this is the song not really sure about the ending whatever and we try it and sometimes we'd be like you know what let's try this swap these parts around or whatever um, and then there's stuff that we tried as a band, I'm like that song the demo is really cool with playing as a band. It doesn't work. I don't like that song anymore. And we just throw it out. Um, and like, I feel like we, we didn't really do that a lot in the past. Like, uh, go, like going into recording, everybody kind of knew their parts. Okay. Um, usually it's like, you know, as long as the drummer knows what they're playing and we get the drums down, it's like, you got to figure If you want to figure out your bass part in the studio, that's fine. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know?
0: So what would you say is, like, uh, like the milestone that you achieved on this album?
1: Um, I mean, I think it's just pushing the uh, boulder forward a little bit more every time, like, do, do better every time. And I think this was, in terms of, you know, I don't want to say just completely recording it ourselves, because we did do drums in a studio, and we recorded horns in a, in a separate studio. But uh, in terms of, like, I guess, producing it myself, like... Uh, Just, you know, learning more of what I'm doing and, like, working smarter, I think, was important. Like, I think I spent maybe even more time actually recording the last one, but I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, (laughs) But this was, like, I still spent a lot of time on it, but it's like, yeah, that guitar part's fine. Like, don't redo it 30 times and then go back and be like, the second one was the best one. (laughs) If you get a good take, just go with it, you know? All
0: right, so you, like, feel like you're just more or less coming into your way as a musician, like, with the sound, writing, and,
1: uh yeah a little more sure of like what you know what i'm doing in terms of like the you know system wise and like i think it also just comes with like playing with people that at least uh you know kenny and my sister and myself have all been playing a band for, for, since like 2011 in some way shape or form so we gotten really good at playing together and uh brian kish our, our drummer played with us like basically the last three tours so like I don't know. We we've spent a lot of time playing together at this point, and it's I feel like it shows in terms of like learning stuff together or like trying stuff out. Where in the beginning I would have to, you know, it's hard to like I kind of express exactly what you yeah. want, and I know I could be, you know, pain in the ass probably about certain things, and I, I everybody in the band kind of like has an unspoken thing about like you know whatever trying stuff or knowing like all right i think john will probably want it this way i'm like oh that sounds great <laughs> no no that's good you're starting to get a feel for each
0: other yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. That, that's important mm. and I, I think it really shows because uh your first single in is out it's a really digestible song uh, Oh, cool. like that shit should be on the radio i, I mean god damn that's a good song I, thank I'm you very impressed with it and uh you know, that's why, like, I was so happy when you actually contacted me and was like, yo, would you be interested in doing an event interview? And I was like, absolutely. That's,
1: no, that's incredible. Uh, it in is out is like one of the, we've been playing that song for a long time. The fact that we road tested it a million times and we did, I think we did a tour in two thousand two thousand eighteen 2018 with like a fill in guitar player. And we were playing that. We started playing it on that tour. <laughs> So we really, like, when we went in to record that one, it's like, those are the lyrics. Everybody knows their part that they're playing. Um, And, like, I don't know. I I love the way that song came out, too. You know, I feel like... uh... I'm like far, far away from it at this point where I'm like, oh, I think that one's a, I think it's a bop as a kid's say. Yeah, (laughs) no,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I think it hangs out, hangs up there with like the yeah, yeah, yeahs and stuff. Oh, that's great. I love,
1: I love all that stuff.
0: Yeah. If you like them, like you should definitely be listening to this album.
1: Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I mean, that was uh, my, I feel like era in terms of like coming into, you know, Lists, like, finding music, like, my own kind of identity of music is like, in, you know, high school it was, like, Modest Mouse, Yeah, Yeah, Interpol, like, the the early, like, art rock uh, boom, kind of, was, like, really where I started, like, I, I always was into music, and I started playing drums, like, long before that, I liked a lot of, like, pop punk kind of stuff, mm-hmm. Blink-182 was, you know, my first, like, favorite band, you know, and uh, that was my way into, like, punk rock. And then from there, I said, finding honest mouse. Yeah, yeah. It's like all that kind of, you know, art 2000s, like, art rock kind of stuff, you know. Cool, cool. I think
0: it, it definitely showed with that, uh, In Is Out. Cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I, I think it's cool, too, that you're just going with what you actually like. To just do what you actually want to do is awesome because, uh, you know, it, it's very easy as an artist any time to just uh, start – oh, that's a stupid idea. That's, yeah, mm. I don't want to do that, you know, and just
1: totally break yourself down. Like, <laughs> I mean, I think that's, for me, that's like the name of the game that like you try to just write, you know, your, the like your unique quirks and stuff like that. The way that you write anything is like, that's what makes, that's what people hopefully like about your music is that like you're writing. <laughs> yeah. You know,
0: no, definitely, definitely. And I just want to jump back to like the Amazon thing with the downloads. Yeah, of course. How much money have
1: you ever made from any of the digital downloads, Spotify? Uh, you made Amazon? like nothing. <laughs> you, I mean, I if it wasn't like uh, a necessary evil to have your music on Amazon or or Spotify or whatever, um, I wouldn't have it up there. But you like people also need to be able to find your band, and that's I would rather somebody listen to it and not make any money off it because that's how you get people to come to shows, and you know uh you know that's people buy records and stuff like that if they if they do listen on amazon then maybe they would actually buy a record or buy a t-shirt or whatever so but yeah you don't make you make a percent of like a penny i think for every stream you have so unless you're like taylor swift that has like millions of streams you you don't make anything
0: (laughs) all right all right so like getting that ten dollars back to you how important is that to your actual band
1: uh, what do you mean? Getting like, like a, me buying an album versus the download. Oh, I mean, that's that is what supports is supporting music in general. Basically, like Bandcamp, I feel like has really come out as like the the one platform that's like re- like helping bands out. And they do take a percentage, but it's very small. And, you know, it's go, a lot of it's going directly to the artist, and they've made it where you can set up like a merch store and all that stuff. So it is going directly to the art. It's like with the exception of like maybe going to a show and buying the album. And me like handing you the album, getting it from Bandcamp is like, you know, I get an email, somebody bought the album, and then I, you know, I'm gonna uh, package it up and mail it out to them. That's 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 it. You know. Yeah. No,
0: I I love it. Um, it's been like the best thing for me. Uh, you know, first my friends told me that their album was on, and I really didn't get it at first because I'm also. 46 so it takes me a little bit to catch on mm-hmm. but then i realized like oh like if i follow someone that that keeps buying similar music as me i'll get notices when they're buying albums and that's another tree branch to find another band yeah of course and, you know like i started realizing like this is the best thing that's ever come out like i don't
1: yeah bandcamp is like killing it in terms of like actually supporting bands because it already is, like, so hard to make a living doing music or whatever, make any money doing music, that, like, the invention of, like, Spotify, and mm-hmm. uh, it just is, like, it's, like, crushing. So it's great to see there is a, a, you know, like, a platform that's supporting, like, directly to the artists, and it's pretty, like, you know, pretty punk rock. <laughs> no, definitely, and I, I think, like, um one thing that I don't like
0: is that uh, bands like I think you should really maybe perhaps put like when you do a sticker like mm. purchase at band camp like because a lot of people don't do that and um like I when my friend's first band got on there and that mm. fact it's like it Kaiju Daitenso oh nice I, I didn't realize that like how big of a platform it was until like I was at um I saw some bands at Punk Island, and then some of them were playing at a place in Brooklyn. Okay. So I'm there, and the guy started handing out business cards to like, purchase our album on Bandcamp. Mm. And I was like, oh. And then I looked them up, bought their album, and then like I started like, what about this band? I'm like, yo, like everybody's fucking on this. Like, Why doesn't anyone <laughs> tell you this? Like, If you're not a musician,
1: you don't really always know. So oh, okay. Interesting. That's the point I want to make. No, no. That's interesting to hear, because uh, I think, I mean, even for me, Bandcamp it's been around a little while, but I think they've recently stepped up their game in terms of like, like really supporting bands and stuff. And I think, you know, they used, they, they've had the app for a while, but I don't know how, you know, I don't think you could buy, they didn't you know, you couldn't have like a merch store and all that stuff Mm -hmm. on there up until kind of recently. And I think that's, uh, you know, been super helpful, you know, any thing that you can get like a physical (laughs) thing. And it's not, everybody likes that, I guess, or, not everybody is as appreciative of like having a physical album or like, you know, a book, you know, like I don't want to read a book on my Kindle, no offense to anybody that does, but like, I like having, you know, a, a record, even if you, you know, like our record has a download code on it. And even if you do download it and put it on your phone and listen to it when you go for a run, that's fine. But like, I like the idea that you own the record and like, you know, even if you just have it hanging on your wall, like
0: I, I just want a physical copy. I don't care if it's uh, what platform. Um, now that like a lot of people are doing vinyl again, I'm like, cool. I'll do vinyl. You know? Yeah, but, I'm uh, into it too. Though, yeah. you know, even if I have, as you can see, like the whole wall is covered with CDs. Like I just want that physical copy. Yeah. To hold on to. Yeah, you know? it feels.
1: I don't, it feels good. I think the idea of like holding, like listening to an album and like looking at the artwork and the you know the notes on the back and like that's something that I you know i grew up doing and it. it's like not i maybe not as many people are doing it now but i think there's an importance you listen to something different when you're looking at the artwork or like you you know either put it on a record player put it in your cd play or whatever thing as opposed to just like spotify put on a playlist and and you know for five seconds you put on a song like nope i don't like his voice or, or whatever you know
0: no no definitely definitely and uh like since you mentioned the artwork who did your
1: artwork uh paul motisi he's uh strange cat studios that's his like uh art uh studio or whatever but he's incredible he does a lot he does a lot of long island bands at band Tooth that i was talking about he does a lot of their artwork um but in general there's like 50 long island bands like he's 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 like been the go-to guy i feel like for a while and i've known paul for a little while too uh and uh, this is the first thing where I was like, you know what, I I, I gotta ask Paul. Like he, he's he's the guy for the job and he very much like you know, sometimes you work with people and you tell them, Oh, I need artwork or whatever, and it says sure and they'll send you back something and you just tell you know, give them the album title. Paul really wants to get in your head and like I think it you know, it shows with the you know, the way the artwork came out, you know. I I spoke to him on the phone and like I, I know him too, it's not like You know i consider him a friend but still he called me and we probably talked for an hour about like what i was thinking about the album and like you know he listened to it but he also like what are the themes and like kind of just explaining to him like what i not even like what i was thinking about when i was like you know making the album and some of the stuff that like sticks out and then he kind of went took that and you know made it from from that you know
0: no definitely definitely so
1: what are some of the themes of the album um I mean, a lot of it, which is, you know, it's interesting. We're <laughs> uh, we were talking about, you know, like nine to fives and stuff like that, because um, that's a lot of what the album's about. It's just like dread about getting up and going to work and stuff like that, and every day being the same day and trying to break away from that. Like, how um, how do you continue to pursue art and music or whatever with also getting up and going to work and living in the suburbs and stuff? Um, and uh, yeah, a, a lot of it is about work and just like try, trying to figure out like how where you where that fits into your life. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. work. Absolutely. I, you know, I I hate working nine to five, but I like living in a place. And that that's not maybe the most punk rock thing in the entire world, but it's also like a reality of like life.
0: No, no. I, I like that um, you're actually coming to terms with that now uh that's something that i didn't come to terms with until like i was actually in it so you know what i mean like i didn't like you know i didn't plan so like you know i had my uh you know rock and roll life you know i was tattooing hanging out with bands doing all that jazz and then i started becoming a suburban knight and then uh at some point i it came like to a headway where i'm like all right now how do i make these two worlds meet yeah i never even thought about that like now i'm like you know mini panic attack mini midlife crisis like fuck a kid's <laughs> family house
1: how do i get to a show like ah yeah i mean that's basically that sums it up like that, that 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 feeling of just being like how do you do this all like it is uh you know like what is expected of you or uh, uh, and like what you want to just like do like straight up pursuing your your passion or whatever but like you know, to go back to what we were saying before, it's like, you can do both. It's, it's hard. And like, sometimes you get pulled a little bit in one direction and you neglect the other. Uh But it's like, you can do both. You just have to be, you know, you have to really like doing music or, you know, whatever, tattooing or art. Uh But you can make time for it. You can go to work and work nine to five and come home. And if you want to paint, do that for two hours. And, you know, there's a way to make it work, you know.
0: Cool, cool. I think we should just leave it there. And, uh, i really like the idea that uh you know be planning for this and i'd like to just keep up on your progress so cool. yeah, yeah like so. well i'd love to have you back on even if you want to just like promote a tour or just talk about something
1: and uh you know sure whatever that's not yeah it's great great talking to you it was nice nice meeting you like basically i feel like on mic you kind gotta jumped into it you know?
0: yeah yeah no that's why i did that
2: Younger The sun's absurd, the absurd starts to seem warm, and you become the scenery, the scenery starts to fade every day, picture, picture, the setting sun and the stars every one, but there will never end, the sun is
1: urban jungle when it goes or whatever what are those three notes thanks yo is this right for the end of Friday night G D B E I think that's right
0: to buy the new album Axiomatic Alarm Clock from the Tin Can Collective click on the links in the notes. Support music.